We're back, boys. Episode 23 of the Bluegrass Race Hub. Joined tonight, as usual, HMFIC, Jason Collins. Joined by, if I'm pointing down, I hope he's down on the video. We'll see when it happens on YouTube. Doesn't matter. Um, the truck uh, front runner, the man to beat, Jonah Colbert. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to jump into, we got a, a, a week and some change to cover here, um, but we're going to jump off with the trucks at Roval. Um, typically, for me, road courses are really good, and I had an okay run, but on last Monday night, Mr. Peyton Hubbard was uh, absolutely untouchable. Um, might as well have been in a different class of car. He could have been out there in a Miata and probably beat us. Um, <laughs> just fr from qualifying practice, actually, actually, I think he kind of sandbagged us in practice. I, I don't think he showed up until the end and I, I didn't know what I was in for. Um, but, um, homie was, uh, he was over a second faster than me and I finished second. Um, Jonah joining us also uh was a p3 he was he was right on pace with me we had some uh we had some good battles um i th i think we had some uh some late uh tire worn battles flying out of the the bus stop and just nah. all over the track it's driving good <laughs> it was driving good <laughs> oh it, it was fantastic um but uh as as far as uh, bluegrass things go, um, very clean race, which is is kind of typical on road courses since we don't have the full course cautions. Uh, yep. We're not all getting back together. Um, I was sad that everyone employed my pit strategy from Watkins Glen that allowed me to beat Hub uh, Peyton last time. Um, everyone pitted two, two to three laps before the stage. So we were all kind of, uh, on that same strategy. And I, I think the way the fuel worked out, there was, there wasn't really a way around it regardless. So shame on you, Jason. Um, but, um, outside of that, um, I, I didn't get to race with a lot of other guys outside of, of Peyton and Jonah outside of when we we're coming off pit road after pit strategy, stuff like that. Um, but fr from where I was sitting, uh, General, I assume, is probably going to tell you the same here in a second. But clean race overall. Uh, tricky track. That's the first time I've been in a, a NASCAR vehicle on the Roval, which is strange. But I've only raced the, the Miatas and the, the TCRs there. Mm. Um, so it, it was a different experience. Um, had to be very patient on the throttle. Um, track was pretty hot. <laughs> um, just, just oversteer like crazy. Um, bang, a few guys banged it off the wall. I can't, I think it's like turn seven after the downhill, you're going to the left to go into what would be turn one on the oval. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, not, not not huge issues. Um, I'll run us through the top ten and throw it to Jonah. Get some of his insights on it. Um, like I said, congrats to to Peyton for getting the win. Um, absolutely deserving. Win. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank, that was a thanks. risky pick. Yeah. Thanks. I, I thanks for your. I saw him in practice, so I knew he was fast. Um, and we'd been kind of messaging back and forth. I knew he'd win a one twenty one nine, and um. 
I built the setup off of Watkins Glen. So I took the Watkins Glen setup and made some adjustments to the track bar. It was uh it was hillbilly on the right side. It was uh inch and a half higher on the right side. So I leveled the track bar out, um, made some compression changes, made a gear change, and it was a loose set, but I think it was a good set in all in all. Do you I mean, what do you think, Jonah? I thought it was kind of tight. It was really, really tight through the oval portion, or not the oval portion, the infield portion, because I'm used to like the setups at Roval being really, really loose, and you're mm. kind of chasing the rear end around the track, and it was a little bit opposite. It didn't handle bad. It was just different from what I'm used to. So, mm. but it, I mean, it was it was a good setup. It was fine. It was fun racing it. Well, everybody else said it was loose, and that's what like because I, I I it was actually looser, um, and I tightened it up, so it would have been a little bit looser, um, but I didn't want it to be where people were looping it, especially coming through, what is it? Two and three. And you go through back to the, that little, yeah. little straight away. Um, it kind of wanted to, you know, get loose on your, on the back end and, and kind of go to the right. So I tightened it up a little bit right there. Um, but I think if I would have went with a looser set, I, I think we probably would have had a few more incidents in the infield. Oh yeah. It was yeah. fine. The way it raced. I mean, you were able to race around people, mm -hmm. no problem. And, it was stable, and ultimately, in a series like this, you want something that's stable first, and then you worry about fast later. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say, I guess, I know some people say loose, some people say tight. I would say it was tight under braking deceleration, but any any throttle whatsoever, it wanted to jump out, which is maybe more so just the trucks in general, more so than the setup. So, But it was hella you, you got to kind of... Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we we made it around. Me and Jonah had our 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 moments for sure, but we we mm. lived to fight another day. Um, I'll run through the rest of the top ten. Um, mm. P two, P three, uh, Sean Kaiser, Kaiser, Kaiser. <laughs> uh, P four, uh, Bear Morton. P five, Lucas Lyons. P six, uh, West Wigan. P seven, Cody Anderson. Uh, P eight, which he was giving me shit for not picking him to win the race so cody shut up um, <laughs> um ed ed osborne p9 i know he is uh i won't say that he hates road courses but he's not a big road course guy so uh, awesome run for him he he was looking very stable and consistent in practice so good great job by ed and uh running out the the top 10 uh fernando takahashi which we know my rule about syllables and how good you are <laughs> on road courses um if you guys go into uh officials and miatas and stuff like that basically the farther they live from us the better they are at road courses the more names they have. Yeah. Yes, every single time. <laughs> so he, he the lived up to the height. Yep, one hundred percent. So uh, he thank had a you, good run Fernando. going. He was running he really, really well. He got up to what P two at the stage or something like that. Um, he looked like he was going to have a good run, and then him and Bobby got together in the infield portion. Uh, Bobby kind of right. Uh, I remember what I, from what I saw, I don't know what happened prior to the contact in the universal shoe. Uh, what's it called? The universal horseshoe. Um, I know Fernando got under him and Bobby kind of just came down on top of him. So I don't know if there was anything prior to that, but I can't, I can't remember. I, I remember 
Bobby being a little aggravated, but I was surprised that Bobby, um, he was faster than me in our initial practice that we did. And I know that he's one of the guys that's kind of fast everywhere. I don't, I don't know if he was just the, I, th I think he was uh, not happy with how hot the track was maybe compared to how he had practiced it before. Cause mm -hmm. Bobby's a guy that's, that's typically fast everywhere. And I was, I was surprised that he wasn't, you know, right neck and neck with me at least uh, i won't say with peyton because that's a whole other shit at this race and i don't even really want to talk about it anymore um <laughs> but uh i i know after that he was he was just kind of hanging on like a fly in a biscuit as some of these uh southerners down here might hair in a say biscuit. hair in a biscuit hanging on like a hair in a biscuit what? that's what my dad used to always say <laughs> see that's i got it wrong because i'm not originally from here so that, that's on me yeah <laughs> Um, so I do want to touch base on something real quick. It's not on our, our list, but so somebody asked me the other day, uh, Dave farmer asked me, why don't we do, um, why don't we give the time and the date or the temperature? Why don't we set like a, use a set temperature? Right. And basically uh, the reason that I don't do that is because that's just one more variable that you all have to deal with. So it puts you all in a box where, if I, if I just do random date and time or not, not date and time, random weather, generate weather, I give you the date and time already. So you can practice the date and time and have a general idea, but you don't really know because like, even in real life, when you go to the racetrack, you don't know what the weather's going to be. Know. You don't know if it's, you, you can forecast it and guess. And, and that's kind of what I give you is I give you an, a guess. You can check it. You can run different sessions and it, it comes down to ultimately how much time you want to put in and how much practice you want to put in testing and finding out. Okay, the, if I test on a 120-degree track, this is what it feels like. If I test on a 98-degree track, this is what it feels like. So it's your responsibility to to figure it out. I put you in a box to where you have to figure it out. And the guys that seem to be figuring it out every week, you know, are doing well. So what's your thoughts? Which, um, well, I, I like yeah. the random weather. I mean, that's – like you said, that's the way they do it. I mean, it's it's realistic. You know, you can't just sit there and, and just prep for one track condition all season long. It's – it it adds an element, like I said, it adds a variable and it tests the drivers on how they can adjust to the track and yep. the track changes, yep. especially when you use dynamic weather. Cause you like tonight, for example, there was a point in the race where we had massive cloud cover in turn three and four, but it was sunny in one and two. And mm -hmm. it was like that for about 10 laps and it really changed the handling. So it, it's just one of those little things that you have to adjust to during the race, which makes it more interesting. It makes it more fun than just 72 degrees every single week. Yeah, hundred percent. And from from where I'm sitting, which I like that because it's realistic. On the other hand, um, for someone like me that I, I don't have the opportunity to turn a ton of laps during the week, it it closes the gap a little bit because um, I'll, I'll say his name. I hope he listens to it. Uh, a guy like <laughs> Keith Hackney that gets to do a ton of practice throughout the week. If if they know exactly what the weather is going to be, they they're going to get the run. You know, three, four, five hundred laps on that. And I I'm lucky to get maybe one or two hour mm -hmm. sessions in before mm -hmm. a race. And then the the practice we have day of is where I do most of my learning. So that that helps level that playing field a bit 100%. as well. So. And, that, and that's what it's there I'm, for. I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we do random track conditions. 
Um, I let the, the simulator generate the track conditions. So you don't know. It could be 50% usage. It could be 0% usage. It could be almost 100% usage. But the reason for that is to close that gap uh, between skill and what it, you know the track is going to be. Uh, it helps kind of, like I said, it introduces another, another variable, and it allows guys that don't get to practice all week to come into the session and practice if they get there early at seven o'clock and they practice that entire uh, hour and 45 minutes until the driver's meeting. And then a few minutes after the driver's meeting, if they practice that entire time, then they're able to close the gap and figure it out. So that's why we do it that way. Yeah. Um, and uh, before we move to the next thing, I want to pause right here, Jason, because your internet is not good right now, buddy. All right, uh, brief technical difficulty, but we're back. Um, before we move on to the next thing, um, I wanted to wrap with Jonah a little bit. Um, since I did get to race with him quite a bit at the Roval, um, since we were not on that god-tier pace that Peyton was, we were, the, I guess, the, the best of the rest. Mm -hmm. um, specifically, when it got really heated, I think it was the last... The last pit stop, it was after the stage. Um, I I think I pitted one lap. No, you pitted a lap before me. And um, I That's came right. out. Yep. And you passed me right, at a, right as I was exiting. Um, I knew by that point I was kind of shooting for second place unless Peyton's computer crashed, basically. Um, uh, I ended up pushing it uh, very hard for three, four, maybe five laps and ended up being able to get around you, maybe not necessarily on pure pace. Um, you had a, a slip up on the, uh, I, I call it the bus stop. I don't know if they call it that at the Roval or not, um, but you were on the, the exit going into what would be the, the oval turn three and I was able to get underneath you and then from from there um i don't i don't think you got back around me but i know we had the moments for sure where you got very close um and just kind of hear your side of of that affair because i know it was a uh, very tense for me to say the least yeah so coming into the final pit stop i i had the plan to try and undercut you i was like i'm not gonna be able to pass him um I didn't feel comfortable passing like, with that setup because it was just tight enough. I, I was afraid I might lock it up and run into you. So I was like, okay, I'll try to undercut. And it worked. And I was like, awesome. So now I just have to drive the hell out of it and make sure I don't make any mistakes. And literally the next lap as I'm going into the bus stop or chicane, whatever you want to call it, on the back stretch, yep. um, I made it in just fine. I didn't, I didn't cook tires, nothing like that. And then as I make the right hand, I immediately knew something was wrong because I could just like my pedals were vibrating like crazy. And I'm like, Oh no, it lost all rear grip as I turned right. And it did like the slowest right hand spin you've ever seen in your life. And I'm just sitting there thinking, is it ever going to stop? Is it ever going to stop? Is it ever going to stop? And then it finally stops and you were just like gone driving away into the sunset. And I was like, okay, um, get it back together. So I cooled them off for about a lap and a half. And then I was like, all right, let's go again. And then I just, I think you and me both ran our fastest laps right around that point. It was like, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not sure what lap that was, but, and I ran, well, I say I ran you down. I, I think I got within a, about a yeah, half oh, a second. You, yeah, you got very close. <laughs> and it was just 
lap after lap, it was back and forth. It was like you'd be a tenth faster, and then I was a tenth faster, and then you were a tenth faster, and it was just I would be like, oh, I'm making up ground, I'm making up ground, and then there you'd go again, you'd take off, and then when it came down to that final lap, I was within about a half second or something like that, and I would say, okay, my yeah. only chance at this now is the bus stop. I was like, hopefully he misses the bus stop, and I'm just going full sin. And I mean, I that was the hottest I've hit the bus stop all week, and I hit it as hard as I could, and it didn't stick. So I was <laughs> like, at least I tried, and I had to try something. And yeah, yeah. you got to you got to throw the haymaker, and and from where I was sitting, I I wasn't trying to manage the gap necessarily because I I didn't think that I was necessarily faster than you after the the tires equalized, um, but having to push so hard to get around you to start with i i kind of burned them up and then i was nursing tires and then you would get close and then i would try to get a little more aggressive and then that'd make my tires fall off and then you were getting there it was just back and forth and and every little mistake that either one of us made the other guy was going to capitalize on it and then it would go the other way it was just it was just super fun all the way around i on a different track, like a, a Watkins Glen, maybe it would have been more side by side kind of stuff. But the way the Roval is, it's you don't really get a ton of that. But no, I, I was feeling the pre- I was feeling the pressure the entire time. I knew that I couldn't just relax and just like cruise to second place. <laughs> yeah, there was but, one point I want to say it was like with two or three laps to go, we had just come out of the carousel that right hander down that. I guess it's not really the back stretch, it's the infield mm. back stretch. Mm. And yes. I was completely sideways and I look ahead and you were completely sideways. I mean, we were both <laughs> Tokyo drifting off of that corner. That's how hard we were driving and we were we were smoking our rear tires. I imagine they were about 300 degrees at the end of that race. Oh, it had to be just terrible and and I think a part of it that that kept it interesting, I think that there were a couple sections of the track that I was good at, and there were a couple sections that you were better than me at, but but they weren't the same. So yeah. I, I'd, I'd get away a little bit, and then we get to the section where you're better, and then I really started feeling the pressure, and it caused me to maybe push more than I needed to at times, what whatever it may be. But it, it made it really interesting from, from where I was sitting, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun, for sure. So and you guys want to talk about what happened uh, with tonight's race at Homestead? It seems like, um, you know, we might as well just go oh. and roll into it while we're here. Uh, Jonah, you, you basically dominated that race, man. 71 laps led, um, fastest lap of the race. How do you feel about it? Uh, Homestead is my track. I'd say if, you know, everybody has their track, their one mm-hmm. track that they just feel like, fits for them and that's it like mm-hmm. i didn't pick the track it just kind of picked me mm-hmm. something about that track I, I like it because it doesn't matter how tight the setup is you can make your car or your truck loose just because of a lack of grip on the bottom line and it's mm-hmm. a really abrasive track it makes for some good racing i wish they would uh update the track perimeters a little bit to give you a little bit more high line racing early in the run mm-hmm. like they used to have but other than that it's uh yeah, it was a lot of fun it's a good track so does it make you excited to have it as a championship race for next season? Absolutely. <laughs> it's circled on the calendar, whatever series I'm going to be running in. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so- it, it's a good one. Uh, I was going to say it's a good one. It reminds me um, 
a drive similar to Auto Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, multi-line. Um, if you want to be aggressive, run the bottom, try and uh, slide up in front of guys, or if you want to rip the top for a few laps, um, Homestead. At at Homestead, when you rip the top, kind of counterintuitive for me at most places. When you rip the top, it allows you to cool the tires off a bit, uh, at least for me. Um, I don't know if that's the same for everybody. Um, but I I just like any track where there are multiple lines that are effective. Um, in practice, um, I was faster running purely the bottom mm-hmm. but if i if i purely ran the top it was only it maybe a a tenth off so mm-hmm. it let me know that if if i ended up in that situation i could run that kind of stuff as well and when you're racing through the pack racing guys it gives you a lot of options for passing and gives you times time to set things up and be creative with getting and getting past the guy in front of you it's just just a fun place i i don't like it as much as donor does obviously because he won and i finished seventh but it mm. it's it's an awesome track i i enjoy the hell out of it yeah jonah came out p1 sean kaiser was p2 bear more than p3 dustin ronson was p4 alan Duranco had a p5 uh good job for him he's i know he struggled with some races this season but um you know he can he showed that if he would have had some different luck, I feel like he would have been a contender this season as well. Uh, Lucas was P6, Healy was P7, Ron Morris was P8, Fernando P9, and Cody Verrill was P10. Um, we only had the one caution between Wes and Peyton. Um, Peyton pulled up in front of Wes coming off, out of pits and, and kind of took the line away. Uh, it's a 15-mile-an-hour difference, 14-mile-an-hour, something like that. Um, and when Wes went to go around him, uh, he almost had him cleared, and then Peyton barely pulled down and made contact. And like we were saying, if it would have been real racing, that's nothing. It's a donut on the side. They roll on. But with iRacing's physics, the way that it is, ended up bringing out a yellow. So unfortunate that that happened, but uh, and, and you know, kind of hurt Wes because now that puts Wes uh, – where does that put Wes in points going into – standings i think he's, he's seven spot behind me yeah he's seventh he's he had, uh he's got 49 points for the round uh because the points reset at 3000 so 3049 bobby is at 3044 uh you're sitting at 3053 healy lucas is at 3057 barrett is at 3065 sean is at 3072 peyton at 3075 and then jonah at 3,099. So Jonah's locked into the next round. He's a guaranteed championship four driver. So my question is, who's going to win Martinsville next week? That's going to be mm. big. Uh, somebody is going to get their either opportunity to run into the championship four. They're going to win and, and get in. Or is it going to be, you know, are we going to see Jonah come back and win next week as well? So how do you feel about Martinsville, Jonah? I think I might have a flat tire on the last lap. If that's the case, <laughs> might have to uh, sneak a teammate in there or something. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I like Martinsville a lot. It's a fun track. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not run it in the trucks a lot, but I imagine there's going to be some bumping and banging. Oh yeah, because it's Martinsville. That's the way it goes. Um, it's short track racing, huh. right? So yeah, um, it's a lot of fun. It's all about how you roll the center and get the drive off. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 
I hope we have a good turnout next week um, for Martinsville. I know it's short track. We may, it, it may, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go, but I hope we have a good turnout at least. Yeah, I mean, on iRacing, if you don't enjoy racing Martinsville, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I, I get in officials like it can suck. It'll kill, kill your SRI or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in a league, for me, there's there's probably no more fun track. Um, it's I don't want to say it's like a super speedway because obviously – the the racing's much different but anybody that that plays their cards right can be there at the end mm-hmm. and ob- obviously there's there's a ton of skill running short tracks figuring out how to roll center break points all that kind of good stuff but taking care of your stuff mm-hmm. um having the right pitch strategy having good tires at the end all that kind of stuff um all i know is that Post-race fights after Martinsville, I am subscribed. It's on my schedule. <laughs> I'll be there for an hour. Um, I, I told Jason this before uh, before we started the podcast. I've two two of the. Uh, I think this is my fourth season now. My my first season, um, I made it to the championship four for Martinsville. Third or fourth? Or you didn't race I'll the be, first season the, of trucks. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is your third season. So we only had we're in our fourth yep. season of trucks going into our fifth. So this will be your fifth, fourth coming up. Okay, yeah. 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 So my my first season, um, I sealed my playoff four bid there uh by moving a guy and that guy killed me. Whatever. We're not gonna go in depth with it. Uh right. he killed me in in the championship race. We've already beat that dead horse. Um second season, I think I, I I had to I had to miss a race. I was on my anniversary, and then yep. last season um, I moved my now teammate Wes Wigand, who was ready <laughs> to fucking kill me. There's the f bomb. I didn't mean to do it, but I did it. Um, I, I moved Wes last season. Um, he he wasn't super happy with me. I mm-hmm. went to post race fights and I told him to to beat me down. Um, he didn't. Now we're teammates, so it's all good. Um, but if it's on the line at Martinsville and, but if you see me in the mirror, I'm, I will, I will move. I don't care if you're my teammate, if you're my friend, if you're my worst enemy, I'm going to take your bumper and I'm going to move it over there. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to go to post-race fights and either I earned it or I'm going to tell you to eat shit. So I can't wait. <laughs> so, I mean, just looking at the points, and I, this is not trying to knock anybody or anything at all, but it, the top four, it's going to be hard to knock anybody out of that top four yeah, point, points-wise. You're going to have to win next week. There's going to have to be – somebody's going to have to come oh, in. Oh, I know it. Like, I mean, I there, is a, there is a potential, a possibility to get stage points and, you know, maybe let's just say Barrett – Barrett's probably the closest target that is reachable, right? At 65, and then he's eight points ahead of Lucas. Uh, he's 12 points ahead of you. So there's a potential that maybe he has a bad race and gets wrecked out early, um, and you get stage points. He doesn't. There's a possibility there. But your top three, Sean, Peyton, and Jonah. We know Jonah's already locked in, so your top you know, second and third guys, Peyton and Sean, they're basically locked in on points right now. Like It's going to be very difficult to actually knock them off. Um, 
unless they just get destroyed early in the race next week. And yep. so, you Which know, is always a possibility. Hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> percent in Martinsville. I mean, you're you're looking at such a massive gap. Um, you know, a guy like Bobby though could come in there and win that race. Um, Absolutely. You know, a guy like Healy could come in there and win that race. Lucas could come in there and win that race. So it's, you know, Barrett is is on the hot seat. You know. I, I, other than that, I don't know that Sean or Peyton could really be knocked off I, uh, mathematically. I mean, yeah, it's possible, but you're talking like they would have to get knocked out super early in the race. Yeah, it really well, depends on how many people start the race, too. That Yes, you know. There is that. So well, If we only but, have 20 what, drivers what next I'm, week, you know, you're not looking. There's not a lot of separation right there. No. What What I'm hearing is that Barrett's tailgate is going to look really red to me next week. It's going to have a big bullseye on it, I'm afraid. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. you know, and he, I got the horns, baby. Because <laughs> he, he's seven spots behind Sean at this point and 10 spots behind Peyton. So those the regular season is so, so crucial. Guys don't realize how important the regular season really truly is because. Uh, you earn so many bonus points throughout the regular season with wins and stage wins and stuff. And that's what's allowed Jonah and Peyton to have such a massive, you know, Peyton had a terrible race tonight, but yet he's still basically mm-hmm. locked in because he did so well and he's won so many races uh, just like you. You know, you've got six, he's got four. Um, that's a, another thing. So do you think you can either possibly tie Hackney's record or beat Hackney's record? You've got two races left to do it. No, I, I think it's... I think it's done now. I mean, I might be able to tie it with Phoenix mm. at best. I don't. I don't see him pulling off back to back, especially with the desperation of Martinsville and people mm-hmm. needing a win to get in. I, if someone like Bobby West or Alex, maybe even Lucas, are behind me, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd probably let Lucas go. But the other three, you know, if they're within <laughs> two tenths, you know, I'm not going to blame them for doing it. I'll probably move out of their way and try to cross them over or something and mm. keep them out of it. But um, that, that would be a really hard. Thing to pull off is two straight wins. I kind of be three. It would be three. The, technically, you won tonight, well, so yeah, you'd have three. to win Martinsville and Phoenix to, to beat the yeah. record. You could potentially tie the record, but actually beating the record would be you know three in a row. So it would be hard. Yeah, that'd be real difficult. I kind of lost my shot at that with the, the Dover and Darlington mm-hmm. thing. So, but yeah, all I need is one more. Yeah, just the last one. That's the only one that matters. So that's right. I'll take that. I, it, it truly is. And, and guys, it, just that's be in the front so. yeah and guys have to realize like next week at martinsville you know you can't really get mad at a guy if he does move you i mean i guess you could be mad for it in the moment but you can't stay mad about it because you got to think what's on the line what's you know what we're coming up against um like i said and i hope we have a i hope we have a great turnout i hope we have 30 30 trucks show up next week i don't think oh, we yeah, will that would, but that would I, I hope we do that would be awesome if we had 30 trucks show up so you know if you guys are, are listening to this and you're you know thinking about running Martinsville, come on out and run it because um, the more we have, I feel like the better race we're going to have. So we want drama. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. We want I, it. I'm, I'm really, I'm really just there for post-race fights. If I make it awesome, if not, then the drama better be worth it. I bet I want to be mad at somebody after the race. If I don't make the playoffs, I want to 
tee off on somebody. I really, just want to use, I really just want to use the Denny Hamlin gif of him saying that's short track racing. I mean, yeah, short track to... racing. <laughs> Post-race fight has been quiet for the last few weeks. It has Too been, quiet. man. We've had like respectful tracks, and I'm tired of it. It's been so quiet, people have been asking Mike Peters to post more pizza pictures. Well, general yeah, chat. I don't need that. I, I don't know if you guys got to see it, but I, <laughs> I deleted this yesterday. There was an issue in general chat. Um, Mikey and Keith kind of teed off on each other. Um, Ooh, I missed it. Yeah, I deleted it because there was a lot of stuff that did. it didn't need to be in general chat. It needed to be in post race fights if it was going to be in. But, anyways, Mikey said he was having some computer issues. Um, let me go back to the evidence logs here and I'll find it and I'll tell you exactly what was said. Uh, cause it uh, was, it was some drama. Like it was, it was, uh, it was pretty heated there for a minute. Not going to lie. So Mikey was like, you know, I don't, um, I, my computer's messed up, blah, 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 whatever. Right. And let's see. Keith said, um, karma's a bitch, huh? And Mikey said, but for you, yes, it is. And Mikey says, sounds good. I would hate for you to leave the discord again. Have a good day, sir. Or no, no, no. Keith first, <laughs> first, first Keith said, I'm not going back and forth with you. I'm content and happy. I don't need to prove a uh, effing thing to any of you fucks. We good over here. Have a nice day. And Mikey said, sounds good. I would hate for you to have to leave the discord again. Have a good day, sir. And then he said, and also don't sit here and say that you're content and happy when you started this shit. I asked for help with my computer and you had to make a smart ass comment. So don't bitch it with me. And I was just like, delete, 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 you know, and, and got rid of all that. Cause obviously we didn't need that in general. And yep, good, general good thing you deleted it. So we could talk about it here. No big yeah. deal. Well, I'm just saying like if somebody knows in yeah. the discord, I don't want them to see that crap. Yeah. I get it, but I don't know. I I love that stuff. I kind of feed off of it. It, it it's just like real NASCAR stuff when you have like a a Kyle Larson and Ryan Priest and Ross Chastain and Chris Bell that that kind of deal. I I could just read that all day when when I get to work on like a Tuesday and I see like 360 messages in post-race fights. <laughs> There's nothing I love more than that. So I don't know. Keep it coming guys. <laughs> yeah. We actually got to talking about that in the middle of the race tonight. We were, we were talking about the Hackney situation and cause there's a couple of guys on JC motorsports that know him and mm -hmm. he's cool. Like nobody has a problem with him on our team, mm -hmm. but we were just cracking up at the whole situation. It's like, I, I love his tenacity. I love like the confidence that he brings and you can even call it a little bit of arrogance, which is good. Yeah. And I love it. Like you need people like that. Sometimes you, everybody can't be a humble pie. Somebody's got to be. Four. Alt four. <laughs> oh, Somebody's got to be that guy. And Hackney is that guy. So, yeah. but you also got to know when you're that guy, get ready. Cause the first time you make Mess one up. tiny mistake, one yep. tiny mistake, all eyes are on you and they're going to let 100%, you know about it. 100%. So yeah. I'm on Hackney's side, but at the same time, it is funny watching the whole thing yeah. unfold. And, yeah. and like you, I, I love Keith. I love talking to him. I love hanging out with him on here. We've, same. I, I've, I've sat on here for hours watching him play 
American Truck Simulator, having me a, a a crown on the ice or whatever, and just having mm-hmm. a good time. But the the shit talk is it's great for the league, and as long as everybody can take it, I hope that we have more of it because it's more fun when we do. It gives me ammunition to gives make us, fun memes on Facebook. Gives us more to talk <laughs> yeah. about on the podcast too. I mean, it, it, honestly, it gives us something to talk about every week. Um, and, and the call know, in. Oh my, yes, that was was prime time. That was so good. Speaking of (laughs) call-ins, I need to check and see if we have any more uh, and see if we got something. I think we had a reply from uh, Alex Huffman, actually, now that I think about it. I need to get that. Oh my God. Yeah, we need to to get into that here in a minute. I hope it's about him. I hope it's about him, Duncan, but I'm pause, 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 pause. I got a piece. All right, so what we're going to do now is we're going to play a message we had uh, from Alex Huffman last week, his response to Keith Hackney's original call-in. So I'm going to start this from the beginning here and uh, let everyone listen. It's Mr. Luigi here. Um, I think I sent a message earlier that nobody could probably hear due to being in my car on my way to work. But um, I guess the rotten apple weeded itself out there in the middle of Dover. Um, they hit a couple of rotten bananas behind me and Hackney, get your ass back to damn Discord and get back in the damn league so we can finish this shit. We were friends before, we're rivals now, but I love it because I love having somebody to constantly go after and run harder than anybody else because I've done it season after season. I ended up having a rival and when I have that rival, it puts on good racing and that's what I'm here for. We race clean, we didn't get in each other. We don't normally get into each other. We race each other clean but hard. Get your ass back in Discord. You got a couple more bananas to hit. Maybe a few blue, blue, red, and green shells, too. <laughs> so that was Alex Huffman. Uh, started out talking a little crap. He said the rotten apple had weeded itself out at Dover and uh, hit a few rotten banana pills behind him. Uh, then, obviously, he went in to say, you know, him and Keith used to be friends. Now they're rivals. Um not not as not as much um what's the word uh hate i guess uh like or not really hate i don't know i know he doesn't hate him not as much bitterness i should say uh in his message as what keith left the other day but still very very funny overall seems like he's more along the lines that he wants the competition he wants the rivalry uh which is good to hear and you know makes things awesome so Thoughts? Yeah, it's uh, it's fun to have someone to race against, someone to uh, that you're kind of. I don't want to say you have a target on them every week, but someone that you kind of measure yourself against. Like for me, it's Peyton right now. Mm-hmm. I I love racing against Peyton. Like I enjoyed racing against Alex too, but on the ovals right now, it's just been Peyton. You know, it's right. kind of back and forth, and he he's a clean driver. He's someone. He's competitive as hell, and I like that. Like competitive and clean i know i can get up right up on his door i can even door him a little bit and he'll take it and Mm -hmm. he'll door me right back and we're all good so it's fun to have that person to kind of measure yourself against so i can totally see that but then when you throw the egos in Mm -hmm. oh it's even better so yeah i'm right there with him but i think they need to get a room because he was he was uh yeah he's loving on him a little bit sounded like (laughs) 
Loving yeah, they, too much. they should maybe, I don't know, take him out to a nice seafood dinner <laughs> at the Red Lobster, uh, share a kiss over some... Ooh, what kind of money you got? One of that Long John <laughs> Silver's. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see him at Long John Silver's suck on a hush puppy together <laughs> or something. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it, some of the stuff I said earlier, like the, the rivalries make this fun it, it gives us stuff to talk about too obviously mm-hmm. but it's it's infinitely more entertaining when there is some kind of friction happening whether it's it, it doesn't matter who it is because everybody has their own viewpoint of how this thing happened whether it's a guy they're friends with or a teammate or, or whatever it may be mm-hmm. and everyone kind of has some some rooting interest and it creates a um, on track <laughs> based on your opinion. It might differentiate how people drive you. Oh, hundred percent. Which I think is which I think is pretty fun, honestly. <laughs> well, going to what Jonas Jonah said about Peyton, it speaks volumes about how much this league helps people improve. Because last season Peyton had really good pace, like for a few laps, he was really good on a short run. Like he had hot lap pace. He didn't have that racecraft that he has now that he can be doored and door somebody and not wreck and stuff. But he he did, has developed hey, so hey, much. Hey, hey. Did what? he he didn't learn that from Keith though, right? I mean Keith hot lap hero, right? I mean him and Keith right? spent a lot of time together last well, season. Depending on who you ask, you know, hot lap heroes. He, Keith was the guy to beat last season, and and Peyton hey, has hey, teamed hey, up hey. with him. And, in practice, I see lap, lap, dash, dash, lap, lap, dash, dash, lap, lap, dash, dash. Come on now. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is he's definitely improved 100%. Um, and I, I just think that speaks volumes to the, the league. Uh, how if you're if you know if you're a driver out there that's looking for something to get better uh somewhere to come and you know have a community and and enjoy something then then check us out man like you know you can you can go to the website bluegrassiracing.com it'll give you all the links to all the socials the discord and all that so if you're somebody that's not familiar with the league you want to check it out go to the website bluegrassiracing.com check that out it's still under construction so don't judge us too much uh just know that we are working on it we're trying to get everything situated over there with that but you know, for the most part, it has the links to where you need to be to the Discord, to the Facebook, yep, you know, Instagram, all and, those uh, things. Yep. And firsthand, um, when I joined this league, it's uh, three seasons ago. I was a, uh, you know, fifteen to two thousand I rating guy. Mm-hmm. Um, being in this league now, I don't run officials because I I still have something to prove in the truck series i don't want to out outrun my qualifications for it with the with the cap it it was 2000 it'll be 2500 next season um but since i've been in this league um if i go run officials now if i did that for a week straight i Mm -hmm. i'd have to go at least run xfinity if not cup by next season and it's all thanks to this league and that's not me saying that I'm I'm this ultimate driver or anything. I'm I'm hanging on like sixth, seventh in the playoffs right now. Joan is killing us, um, but that should be an endorsement for the league. Um, mm. Me sitting, you know, sixth, seventh. If I go run officials for a week, I I can't run trucks next season. 
period because i'll 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 be at three thousand in two weeks no problem so um speaking of next season what are you thinking are you are you wanting to try to stick around and run trucks jonah or are you wanting to try to move up what's your you know what are your plans like what are your thoughts uh i don't want to run trucks full-time i don't I'm not sure how I want to do that. I definitely want to jump up in the Xfinity and just kind of work my way up. I guess it kind of depends on what happens in the championship too. If mm. I if I pull off the championship, then I'm definitely going to Xfinity and maybe I don't know how I'll do the trucks. It just depends. Kind of play it by ear, see what happens. Uh, mm. But I'll be putting all my effort into Xfinity at that point, and then just whatever happens happens from there. So we'll just kind of see. Hell but yeah! Xfinity is 100% on my schedule next season. So. Gotcha. Sounds like a plan. Uh, so that brings us over. Let's uh, go ahead and talk about the Xfinity series right now. You know, those guys ran at the Roval last week. Um, we had two Xfinity guys get their very first win of the season in the last round with Radburn winning at Dover and Alex Penn winning uh, the Roval. Alex Penn was just like Peyton. He was in a different zip code from everybody else. Should have, you know, could have put the dude in a freaking uh, Mazda, like you said, and he would probably would have whooped everybody. Um, absolutely just outdrove everyone he was seven tenths faster than radburn um on the fastest lap he led all 44 laps only missed one lap keith stayed out and led a lap um so alex pulled the win radburn was p2 james silver's p3 keith hackney p4 adam lancaster with a p5 scott fritz was p6 uh, Matt Grenier, P7, Michael Robinson, P8, Sean Castrisa, P9, and Justin Ray was P10. And the points in that Xfinity series were so damn tight, Scott Fritz weaseled his way in by one freaking point. Actually, no, he was tied with Sean, I think. And he got the tiebreaker because he finished higher in that race. Yeah, he was tied with Sean. So he's one point behind Michael Robinson um, after that round. So when the when the points reset, when I get to get around to doing that, because I, I had a busy week last week, so I didn't get everything done like I needed to, but I'll work on that tonight and get those points updated and, and reset for everyone uh, going into tomorrow night. Uh, I, I don't know, man. It's going to be... It, it, the points are so tight in the Xfinity Series, it's it's unreal. Like, it really is going uh, based off what we had last round and stuff. You know, you got a guy that got his first win, which and Alex, and another guy got his first win, which is Radburn. Um, that's going to help them in this round of eight going into the championship four. And tomorrow night at Homestead, it's anybody's ball game, in my opinion. You know, I'm looking for Radburn to be fast. James is going to be fast. Hackney's going to be fast. Uh, Lancaster, Kyle Mays, Scott. Uh, you know, it's really anybody's ball game going into the into the final four. What do you all think about the Xfinity series? If you kept up with it much, if you got to watch it? I've been kind of following along. I haven't been able to watch all the broadcasts, but I've been kind of paying attention to the winners. Um, that's a tough pick. Uh, Homestead's going to be a tough track in the Xfinity car. It's uh, It burns up the right front a lot more than the trucks. Mm-hmm. So if you're a hot lap hero, be on notice. <laughs> Not naming names. <laughs> uh, I, I expect, no, I expect Keith to be out there working really hard this week. Um, I'd like to see him save some tire and pull off that win and lock himself into the final four. But I mean, just looking at the win column, there's so many different winners in the series. I don't, I don't even know who I would pick to win that race. Yeah. It's, it's a tough choice. I mean, it's wild. 
Xfinity is truly one of the toughest that we got right now. Um, as far as points, you know, they're so tight. Silvers has four wins on the season. Uh, so he'll have, you know, the 20 bonus points for that. But I think who, let's see, who was number one, who got the overall, was it Radburn? Did Radburn get the overall season championship? I had to go back and look at that. I, I'm not hundred percent on that. Um, I'm working on, I'm actually going to work on those points right now while we're doing this and try to get a better idea of who's, who's where. Um, so let me pull up my other uh chase start here i gotta pull up the last chase so i can see who was uh regular season points i can't remember off the top of my head all right guys we are back and uh we're going to just finish discussing discussing the xfinity points um silvers is currently leading going into the round of eight with 3035 keith hackney has 3022 radburn shutters is tied with keith hackney with 3022 adam lancaster has 3018 michael robinson sitting in the fifth spot with 3010 kyle mays at 3008 alex penn at 3008 scott fritz with 3005 and that is our top eight at the moment so who's going to advance i don't know i mean You've got tomorrow night, anybody could win out of those guys, out of that top eight guys. Um, it's, it's you know, like I said, it's anybody's ball game in Xfinity right now. Points are just, they're just too tight to uh, make mistakes. Um, you know, you've got uh, eight points is all that separates the fourth guy and Lancaster and Robinson. Now, James Silvers is looking pretty good sitting up there with 35 points, uh, bonus points ahead of everybody else. But, you know, anything happened at, at Homestead. So I'm definitely curious and interested to see what goes on there. Um, Alex Penn, you know, won his way in with the Roval. Um, I really don't know who to pick on this one, boys. Like, I, I have no idea. I think Michael Robinson will have a good race at Homestead, potentially win his way into the round of four. What do you think, Keely? Yeah. What do I think about Michael Robinson? Are you talking to me right now? Yes, he's making it. Absolutely. 100%. I, I, would, I would like to see him make it, honestly. Um he, he's a good he's been had a good season last year. He he was a rookie with us this year's his sophomore year. Um he's definitely improved tenfold. And uh, I would like to see the guy make it. Uh, it's you know there, <clears throat> right there. <laughs> that's that's a tough one though but like i said i don't know who's gonna win homestead man i really don't because those are all really good drivers fritz could freaking win homestead for all i know you know fritz is really good at homestead he he could come out and show out tomorrow night and i mean i mean he could but michael robinson's gonna yeah fritz is more <laughs> likely to win martinsville if i had to guess fritz is more likely to win martinsville but because he's really good at martinsville um but Hackney could have something to say about it. So could Radburn and so could James, you know, we'll just got to see how it plays out. Uh, it's pretty even across the board in all in that series though. Uh, let's go ahead and discuss the cup series from last week at the Roval. And um, we had John Schwartz come out as the winner. Uh, GT Hawkins was P2. Brandon Robertson pulled out a P3. Brandon Holder was P4. Nick Mills was a P5. Matt Greener P7. Sorry, P6. Alex Huff in P7, James Silvers P8, David Farmer P9, and Scott Fritz pulled out a P10. So that was um, 
Sports and GT had a freaking battle. Literally, it came down to the backstretch chicane. GT was coming. Fritz said, you know, or not Fritz, Schwartz said, all right, I see you. I'm going to defend. He he goes to the inside, gives GT the outside. I It threw GT off. GT locks it up, blows the last uh, backstretch chicane. Schwartz goes on to win the race. It was a hell of a, a move by Schwartz to make. Did you see that? Did anybody else see that move that he made? I missed that one. Oh my god! I was too so, far back. I finished fifteenth. GT had a freaking <laughs> run, dude. He had a run from hell coming, and I mean, he was there. He he caught him, and Schwartz said, "Okay, I'm going left. I'll I'll cover the inside." He let GT roll up on his outside, and I guess he just threw his line off, and he blew the chicane, and, and Schwartz went on to win it. But GT was bad fast, man. He went a one nineteen fifty one in that race. He led 35 laps. Schwartz led the other 20. Ended up, you know, winning the race ultimately. So, good job to those guys, man. Um, Nick Mills ended up advancing last week, which is crazy. You know, he ended up advancing. Um, is it crazy? Jason, tell him how crazy it is. Tell well, him how crazy. Nick, Nick, you ain't shit. Well, you know, he's not really showing a lot of speed. He's 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 more of a strategy guy. He's been he's been he you really know, is. point he's a points racer. Uh, let's just be honest. He's not a fast uh super fast guy, but he's smart about it. He races smart. And he he's just held on every everywhere he could possibly hold on and gain a point he did, man. And ultimately, that's what uh, allowed him to advance. Brandon Robertson, same thing. He, you know, Brandon has is different though. Brandon has speed at certain tracks. Brandon is fast as a mother at certain tracks. We know that we've seen it, you know, um, he's yet to get that win this year though. He's came. Oh, so close. What track was it? Dover where he almost stretched it. Yeah. Dover. He almost yes. stretched it at he, Dover ultimate fuel strategy guy guys is, is bar none. To, no, you know, there's nobody that can compete with this guy on strategy. I feel like it's fuel strategy. Uh, Nick is good at it, but Brandon's better. Let's just be honest. Um, farmer, you know, he's got that one lone win, ran so freaking well at the Roval, though, so freaking well, just to get reset back down to P7 uh, going into the final stage. But the the points in this series are even tighter than the other ones. So your, your points leader right now, GT, 3,025, John Schwartz, 3,021. Then you have a tie with Adkins and Holder at 3,015. And then you got Huffy sitting there at 3,011. That's only four points out. And then Nick's only three points behind Huffy. Farmer's only three points behind Nick. And Robertson's two points behind Farmer. That is some tight-ass points in the Cup Series. That The competition has been spread. Like, you, if you look at wins, we've got, like, what, 13 different winners across 18 races, I think is what I said the other day, 13 winners. So yes. One, two, yes. three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen different winners across eighteen races. That is what we provide in this Cup Series. It's top notch. It's next level talent. You know these guys could go out right now and dominate any official. Uh, they could go out and run and for Road to Pro because they, you know, they've got four thousand plus I rating. Some of them do. Um, if you're looking for a, something that's five thousand or less that will help prepare you for those Road to Pro series and stuff like that then you need to be signing up for our cup series because that's where it's going to be. Um, the talent level and the talent pool in the cup series is unreal, dude. Um, Alex, you run in that series. You know about that series. Tell these people about yeah. that series. 
So I I'm fairly competitive. I I think in my opinion in the truck series we're we're up to 2500 i rating next mm-hmm. season. Yep. Um cup cars um if you're not running them right now, how different they are versus trucks, Xfinity. Um, it's, it's an entirely different car. Um, it's, I think I'm personally a better driver than I've shown her in the cup series. Cause I focus on the trucks, but mm-hmm. I, uh, I kind of take my marks and, and my practice from Mondays and I roll them there on Wednesdays, and it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> Everything is different. Yep. Uh, break break points, throttle points, none of it transfers over whatsoever. It puts me so far behind the eight ball. <clears throat> I, I, I might as well not even practice. Mm. Um, but on, on top of that, the, the guys I'm racing from... That, I mean, there are guys in the series that I, I think I have pace with, but just looking through like the guys that finished well in that race from John Schwartz all the way down to uh, uh, Justin Winters, Jonathan Adkins, Scott Fritz, um, super talented, top to bottom. I mean, yeah. these are all three, four, five thousand I rating guys. Um, they they can do it and. Any car, anytime you put them out there for an hour or two, they'll figure it out. These are all just super talented guys. Main reason I I race the series is not I never thought I was gonna win anything necessarily, mm-hmm. but I'm just trying to learn from these guys to improve my craft, and and I hope that I have. I've I've learned some things, especially tire saving strategy, that kind of thing. But I mean, you look at a guy like uh, I'll I'll pick a teammate of mine, Matt Grenier. Um, mm-hmm. He's I mean he's still in the playoffs. He got eliminated. Maybe... He's not okay. in round eight. He's not in round eight. He 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 gotcha. was in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, maybe not a a guy that's necessarily competing for wins every week. Um, but but he's hella consistent. Talk, he's very consistent, and I can bounce strategy off of him. And he he always has ideas that are what I have initially, and it it forces me to think outside of you know cut a stage in half. That's easy. Um, but you talk to like him and, and Brandon as well. Brandon is the, the tire saving king, fuel saving king, whatever. And you get this, uh, perspective. That's not just be fast every lap because being fast every lap doesn't necessarily win your races. And you get these other perspectives that just lets you look at races and, uh, just from a, a different lens, I guess, outside of just trying to beat guys on every lap, set guys up for passes every lap, like let it come to you, let the strategy get to you and and we'll go from there. And the 
those two guys in particular have taught me a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, not enough to beat Jonah necessarily, but you know, maybe if I make it to the playoff four, I'll I'll do some crazy stuff. Maybe Brandon and Matt can tell me something, but we'll we'll figure it out when we get there. Well, Jonah, have you ran the cup cars much? Yeah, I ran the cup car a lot um, when it first came out and went. When it first came out, it had really bad physics. It was basically wide open everywhere you went. And then mm. through the first iteration of all of its updates, um, I drove two full seasons in the cup car. So I've been there kind of through all the changes, good and bad. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a fun car. It's like just to mimic what Alex said. It's so different, and it's not. It it almost doesn't feel like a stock car at times. It it the independent yes. rear suspension and stuff just it changes everything about the car not just how it handles but how it behaves in really niche situations like mm-hmm. when you're coming off a corner and the car starts to step out on you for example mm-hmm. you have an instinctual reaction to that when you've been driving the trucks for xfinity or the gen 6 mm-hmm. and you can't do the same thing in the next gen mm-hmm. i mean even the suspension it, it sets differently you know you're used to the front end being slammed to the ground on these trucks or Xfinity car, whereas in the in, in the Cup car in the next gen, the rear end is slammed to the ground. So mm-hmm. it's, it's the complete opposite. So everything you do is almost backwards, and it takes it takes a lot of learning and untraining yourself from all the other habits that you had that were good habits, but now they're bad habits in the next gen. And mm-hmm. it, it takes a while to learn that. But once you start to learn that and you grow in it, uh, you'll start seeing success. Good deal. Yeah, I, I have and to that's, agree. Uh, like. For me, trying to to bounce between the the truck series and the cup series every week, um, everything I learn in the truck, I think like okay, I I have a baseline. I'll go in here. I'll use that and improve upon it. I might as well have not learned anything because it's so different. <laughs> and and specifically, like like Jonah said. Um, the trucks, the nose is on the ground where with the cup cars, the ass is on the ground to try to get some kind of downforce. And it just makes it drive entirely differently. And like at road courses, you'd like to think like your, your brake points are somewhat similar, um, just based off like the cup car has a, a ton more power, but it has a ton more brakes. Mm-hmm. So you would think like, oh, it's kinda it's kinda close. It it nowhere in the ballpark. I when I go cup racing, I have to just take everything I learned in the trucks and throw it in the trash. Yeah. And un- and unlearn all of that in like a two or three hour session or whatever yeah, I get. Exactly. It, it's so hard. It's so hard. Well, <laughs> and here's another thing about it also. So the cup cars, um, they have an underwing for those that don't know this, they have an underwing, which creates downforce and stuff. Um, you know, that's, that's where most of the downforce actually comes from on those, on those cars is underneath the car. Um, it just, it's so much different. Like I went from, and there's a reason why we didn't run it for when the first when it first got put on iRacing. There's a reason we didn't run it. The first few iterations of it were trash, in my opinion. They were not. They weren't right. They did an update the other day, and I raced it at what track was did I race it at that I right after that update Bristol Dirt. Um, right after the update, I ran it at Bristol Dirt was up there. Um, 
P2, P3, the whole race. Actually got to P1 at one point and um, got passed when I, by somebody. Caution came out. And uh, for some reason, I went. we had a restart because it was basically a caution fest the whole time. Had a restart. I went from second to third. It jumped into neutral on me and wouldn't come out. And so I got ran over, you know, obviously bulldozed, drove all got knocked back to like 30-something anyways. But um, I don't know. It was weird. I never had it happen before. Never had it jump into neutral on me, especially with it being sequential. And uh, it literally just wouldn't come out. I was clutching letting it you know i let the rpms get all the way down and tried to you know do it that way doing whatever i could to try to get it to shift and finally i just let go of it and uh took my foot off the gas and the clutch and uh it clicked in like 10 seconds later it's weird it's so yep. weird i don't know i will, I will say yeah similar to like nascar is still kind of ironing out the kinks with the real car in real life mm -hmm. i feel like i racing is still kind of ironing out the kinks oh 100 on i racing because they're still you'll still notice little things here and there that shouldn't happen like i know for example there's still only four gears at short tracks for some reason i don't know what that's about mm. um, yeah i think it honestly it's probably a good thing i think it's it makes it more competitive because when you have five gears at a short track it kind of bails you out if you make a mistake you can we had five at richmond uh when i was running at richmond the other day i had five did they fix it okay yeah well, i had five so and because i be but i wasn't using it that i was only using four i, I would yeah. use five with uh like if i wanted to save fuel i would use five because and that's how i actually won the nis race the other day was i let those guys go out and they ran off and was like three or four seconds ahead of me something ridiculous and i literally made a last lap pass for the win because i waited and saved my shit stay and fifth gear the whole time, stayed right? fifth gear yep and they were dropping and and so yeah i forgot i did do that it was crazy well, man be good if they have it fixed because i know at martinsville the last time i ran at martinsville a couple months ago they still didn't have fifth gear at martinsville so we'll see mm -hmm. and that may have changed it. i don't know maybe we'll, we'll see if they have it now but um <clears throat> all right i think that's uh covered everything from last week in the roval anything else we need to add on uh nascar I, we want to talk about nascar i know we had a good uh fantasy was was uh interesting this weekend i had a uh I, I blew it again. I, I could have potentially scored way more points and I ended up putting tricks in the garage like a dumbass. But anyway, so uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, we have the fantasy league. It's a lot of fun. You know, it adds a whole different dimension. Like Alex always says to the racing. Uh, I was messaging Mills the whole time. Like, man, I should have fucking kept this guy and that guy. Uh, and I just used the F bomb again. Uh, but you know, um, yeah, it, it's, it's just a whole different dimension. Uh, also next season we have, uh signups you guys have one more week to get your charters paid and then after that open season on numbers i'm i'm leaving it open um so if you plan on getting a number in a different series you you know you need to do that now if you plan on getting keeping the same number you need to do that now um because martinsville is the deadline on that because the reason i said the deadline is because i can't wait around on everybody to make up their mind if they're going to do it or not i'm it's you know that that doesn't allow enough time to recruit so we are doing a deadline so that way I know whose numbers are taken and whose are not. So, and that allows me to really go hard on recruiting for the next uh, six weeks. So, get your numbers signed up if you want them. If you want to continue running them, let me know. Uh, I know some of you guys have credits, and that's perfectly fine. We can do that. Uh, so, just talk to me about it. Get get with me. Whatever you need to do. I know I told me and Healy talked about it earlier. I owe him twenty five from last week. 
Uh, I assume that he would probably want to just use it to pay for his truck charter next season. So that's something we can do. Just uh, get with me if that's what you want to do. Um, butt kicker points. Um, I know that some of the guys are still running for that butt kicker and Alex's money. Um, right now, Cody Anderson's leading truck points by two points over um, Brian Terry, but you've got Cody, Brian, David, and Ron at the moment are your top four trying to get in for uh, that butt kicker and 70 bucks at Phoenix. Uh, Xfinity Series, right now, Matt Grenier leads all drivers. Brian Terry is second, Greg Carr, and then Alexander Carr is in fourth. And then the Cup Series... Scott Fritz is leading all drivers. Dustin Ronsettle is in second. Brian Terry's in third. Brian's in the freaking mix for all three of them. That's insane. Uh, and then Charles, Look at him go. Charles Blake Look is in. At him. Charles Blake is in fourth. Um, and then Healy's in fifth. Are you? How does that work? You want to win your own money? I God, I hope so. You, you need eleven the, points made up on I'll, Charles Blake to, to try to win your own money. So. I'll make I'll make the worst Facebook post you've ever seen about be me awesome. winning my own money. I will. Uh, it'll be terrible. You got to get in the top four <laughs> first, though. So you need to have a good night tomorrow or uh, Wednesday night at uh, at Homestead and yep, uh, make, up, make up here 11 points on Charles Blake to get in the top four. So, so um, did you say was in the running for all three of them? Is it Brian, Brian Terry? Terry? Brian Terry's in the running for all three butt kickers and all three. Uh, of Alex's money. He he really wants Alex's money. That's the real thing he wants, he said. He wants Alex's well, money. I want to up Andy for him I, real quick. Um, if yeah. Brian Terry wins the, the all three of them, I'll hmm. throw in a fourth one so he can have one for each wheel on his car. Holy hell. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Well, guess what? He ain't getting the cup one. I ain't going to let it happen. <laughs> Alex is going to win his own money, I feel like. He, that's what yeah, he's going I, for. I... I I'll give it a shot. I missed one of the uh, post uh, playoff races, mm -hmm. but there's nothing more I'd love to do than pay myself my own damn money. I almost used the F word, but I caught myself mm -hmm. my own damn money. I'd love to PayPal it right back to me. <laughs> All right. So I guess we need to do picks and then that's going to wrap up this podcast. So, um, trucks, who you guys think are going to pull it off next week at, uh, Martinsville. Let's do that. Let's do, let's do both. Let's do this week and next week's picks. Both let's do Martinsville for trucks. And then we'll do Homestead and Martinsville for Xfinity and cup. Uh, let's see. Okay. So we don't get to record first. again on Thursday or Sunday. Cause I don't know how that's going to, I don't know if we get to record next Sunday or not, but hopefully we will. So, but we'll do picks for Martinsville also, just in case we don't get to record Sunday. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll start it off. Let's see. Uh, truck series you, at Martinsville okay. truck series at Martinsville. Uh, shh, man, this is, that's a tough one. I shouldn't have said I'd start it off. Um, let me get back got, to my I standings. Got, I got mine. Go for, mine. Go for it. At Martinsville, it's my teammate. West Wigand. West Wigand. Right. We going, baby. I know he's going to be aggressive, and I got faith in him. I think it's going to be... I want to say Bobby, because I know how aggressive he is. And... Ooh, team Flex, let's get it. But at the same time, I want to pick Peyton, so I don't know. Um, he was really good there last season. Uh, I'm just going to yeah, say, hey, I'm going to say Peyton. Peyton I'm, gonna, I'm going it. Peyton. I'm going Peyton. Sorry. Uh, well, you threw Peyton, your shit Peyton's in the trash. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm it, it ain't happening. 
it ain't happening. Season, and Peyton <laughs> did really good at the short tracks this season. Um, yeah. That's, that's a tough one. I'm gonna have to go. I'm not gonna pick myself because I think I think Luke, Lucas is gonna pull it out. That's a good pick too. Lucas is good at short he tracks. Won at New Ham- he won at New Hampshire. It's a flat track. I know it's not technically a half mile, but still, it, it races like a short track. I yeah. Think he can. I think he's gonna put in the work this week. So. And that's a good pick. To get in. Yep. So. So all right. So for Homestead and Xfinity, Homestead and Xfinity. Uh, this one, I, I honestly. I don't freaking know, man. I don't freaking know. I'm just going to say Scott Fritz. I'm going to go with James Silvers. He won at Charlotte. Uh, I think he won. Didn't he win at another 1.5? Well, that was Daytona. I don't know. He's got four wins on the season, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm picking with my heart. Who am I picking, Jason? Michael Robinson. I saw I didn't steal your pick. I, I was going to pick Michael, but I went ahead and went with Scott. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, you know what? I'm changing my pick. Adam Take Lancaster. Time. Adam Lancaster is who's going to win it. No, I have, too I, late. Too I have late. a feeling Lancaster is going to win too it. Too late. Locked in. I, I done changed it. Bull <laughs> fuck. I don't care. I don't care. You already said it. Hold on. Scott Fritz is who I'm picking for Martinsville. So, all right. I'm picking Scott Fritz for Martinsville right now in Xfinity. So, Jonah, who do you think is going to win you Martinsville? A hundred oh, different things. Um, yeah. I'm going to take, oh, I'm taking James Silvers. Silvers for both? Yep. All right. He, he's he's good on the short tracks, too. Ely. Tough. Ortonville. Uh, Xfinity? Yep. Kyle Mays. Kyle Mays, that's a good pick. All right. Pup Series at Homestead. This one, I, this one's going to be a tough one, man. Yeah, this that is basically is. a pick them. You can just. Yeah, this is a, anybody. Yeah. I think it's gonna be Huffy. Huffy's gonna get it done. That's that's solid. Ah, man, that's a good pick. Is that your yeah. pick? Yeah, I'm going with Huffy this time on for Homestead. Hmm. All right, I'm uh, I'm gonna go with Nick Mills. Nick fucking Mills. Jonah. I think I'm gonna take Jonathan Atkins. Jonathan Atkins for Homestead. That's a good pick too. Uh Martinsville Cup. What do you think? I'm gonna say You want me to go? Yeah, well, I mean I can go if you don't want to go. I was I, gonna say I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love to, personally. Go. go. Let me hear it. Who has the most aggression? Farmer in the cup series. Farmer. <laughs> yeah. You you're right. And that's my guy. All right, so farmer. He's- I'm going to say it's going to be GT at Martinsville. I think uh, GT will lock himself in at Martinsville. Yeah, that was, that was a good pick. He stole my pick. You know what? <laughs> I'll go with Michael Robinson. Oh, we got back-to-back Michaels? Well, he's not running in Cup. It. He's not running in Cup. Oh, he's not? No, no, no. He, well, he, he, he's not ran. He's, he has a charter, but he's not been running. So He, okay. he won race in Cup. I didn't pick him for it. Unfortunately, the one time I didn't pick him. See, Keith has all his races paid for, but I don't know if he's going to continue racing cup because he's out of the playoffs. I'm looking at the wrong one. Oops. Okay. Sorry about that. I mean, I would, I would, I would hundred percent went with Keith to win tomorrow and probably win Martinsville too, if he was still going to run cup, but I don't think he's going to continue to run cup. I don't know. I I, I guess I'll find out Wednesday. 
haven't heard from him, so. We'll all find out together. I mean, all his races are paid up uh, for the rest of the season, so we'll see. And, you know, it's it's interesting because I know he, he's caught a lot of shit over saying he was going to come out and kick everybody's butt in Xfinity and Cup, and then he gets eliminated in the Cup Series. It's nothing to hang your head about because the Cup Series is freaking tough. So, I mean, yeah. he talked a lot of crap, and unfortunately, you know, he didn't. He wasn't able to, to, to back it up in the Cup Series, but um, he had, a, you know, he had some a tough, tough uh, run in the cup series. So, you know, that's nothing to hang your head about though. It's a tough series, man. GT and John Schwartz and Adkins and all them boys. They're freaking fast holder every week. Holder's like a top three guy. I think he's got like fucking 10. Uh, let's see. Holder 16, 16 top, top tens. tens. Exactly. Yeah. And six top fives. You know, GT's got nine uh, and Schwartz has got nine top fives or yeah. Top five. So, and then you got Huffman with eight top fives. That tells you how tough this series really is. So, uh, who do you think you got, Jonah? You know what? I'm gonna go with Holder. He's gonna pull it off at Martinsville. Yeah, there's gonna be chaos, and he's gonna be there to take advantage of it. Hey, we and saw that it at North Wilkesboro when the two, the top two guys wrecked each other on the final lap. That's right. That's true. And third place won. All that's Holder right. has to do is continue to be consistent, be in the right place at the right time. There's gonna be people desperate trying to get into that final four, and he can be there. Yep, I 100% agree. And Holder is the type of guy he has got the potential to to win and and get himself into that championship four. Right now, he's sitting on the bubble. You know, uh, Huffman's only four points behind him, so he's definitely on the bubble. So um, it's going to be interesting, to say the least, to see who gets into that championship four for the Cup Series. You know, that's $1,000 on the line. And then also, you know, going down to Millbridge, if we can, you know, if they're able to put that together, go down to Millbridge for the for the go-kart ride at, in DNQ. So a lot on the line um, for that cup series. I think we lost Jonah for a moment. So that's uh, fine. Whatever. We're here. Let's shut her down, shall we? With the sponsors. Let me bring him over here. My good pals over at KPG Kinder Performance Group, John Kinder. As Jason said, we're going to head out to Millbridge for the Cup Champion. Get in a cart. Let's see what you're about. Everyone's welcome. Uh, the whole league. Everyone, everyone except for Alex Huffman. I hope, do. I hope you don't come because you can't dunk. You can't <laughs> outrun me in a 40-yard dash. It will not happen. I guarantee it. Um but to next sponsor, Huffman Designs, Scott Fritz Designs. They'll, if you need a hot paint job that looks great, not some shit that I would do, uh, those are the guys you, you should talk to. If you want a free one, come talk to me, but they'll charge you and they'll do something that doesn't suck. Um, butt kicker, Jason, tell them about the extra dimension it adds to your racing experience tire slip you know you can feel the when the car's coming out from under you you know it just adds so much more you can feel the motor revs you can feel everything all the sound all the haptic feedback that you get from a butt kicker it's unreal make sure you check them out and get one if you don't already have one and we have a link in the discord uh it's a partner link if you want to check it out it, it will help out the league so help us out but more importantly, my favorite sponsor. Do you like buildings? Do you like barbecue? 
if you put them together red rocket building some barbecue go out there buy you a shed buy you a double wide i don't care it's great they support the league we support them it's awesome i love talking about them elevated outdoors i'm not gonna throw it to jason again because i that's just bottom dollar right there but if i'm getting high i'm going outside elevated outdoors let's go boys um wjm motorsports uh these guys are sponsoring talented racers um we've got several guys in the league that are running officials every mm -hmm. day if you're getting wins they're paying the big bucks holler holler at them it's bill mulefield 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 mulefield, mulefield. I think you it's either right Mulefeld or Mulefeld. Oh. I don't know. It's Mule or Mule. I don't Killing know. Killing me. Mulefeld. I think Mulefeld. On top of all of our sponsors, I meant to ask Jonah earlier. I didn't want to mispronounce it, so I'm going to throw to him his truck sponsor. I know it is starts with a B. I was going to say Barabbas or Barabbas. Barabbas. I don't know. You nailed Barabbas. it. Nailed it. Barabbas. Uh, well, I am an English major, but I'm going to throw it to you to send us out of here. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure you all check out Barabbas uh, Homeless Outreach on Facebook. Uh, we do uh, a lot of stuff here locally in Oklahoma City. We try to get stuff out to the homeless, uh, mainly clothes, stuff like that. Uh, so if you have any item donations, you can hook us up with that. But other than that, that's all I got. That's Alex. That's Jonah. I'm Jason. This is episode 24. Peace.